Crystal's like, this can wait like until, you know, after the wedding. <laughs> and I loved this part. Fallon goes, bite me, Crystal. And Crystal goes, please call me mom. Hey, it's Monica and Cheyenne. And you're listening to The Uncensored Review. Okay, so Monica and I watched Dynasty, which is a CW show that started in 2017. It has four seasons on Netflix, and it has a fifth season coming at the end of this month. So perfect time to start watching it. Um, <laughs> definitely enough time to binge all four seasons if you want. Uh, this show is developed by Sally Patrick, Josh Schwartz, and Stephanie Savage, and it stars Elizabeth Gillies, Grant Show, James McKay, and Natalie Kelly. And actually, Monica, I didn't know this, but it is a reboot of a 1980s soap opera. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was so funny. It's a remake of the Richard and Esther Shapiro show from the 80s. This current version won a People's Choice Award for favorite revival. Oh, wow. I know. So well, after watching it, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I totally agree with you. So Monica and I watched just the first two episodes of the first season of Dynasty just to get an idea of what the show is about and if we want to continue watching it. Yeah, so we are right away introduced to the Carrington family who own and operate Carrington Atlantic. It's kind of like a, a power company, but the point is they are extremely wealthy. Oh yeah, top 1%. Exactly, <laughs> yes. And we meet Fallon, who is Blake Carrington's daughter. He, Blake Carrington is the owner. Uh, she's coming into town expecting a promotion. And mm -hmm. one thing I noticed about Fallon is that she like exudes this badass female energy. Oh, totally. She's extremely intelligent, but you can tell right away that her father underestimates her and she's a little power hungry. Yeah. She's like this fashionista, businesswoman, yeah. boss lady type. I really love her energy. And then, oh my gosh, can we talk really quick about this rendezvous when we're first introduced <laughs> to her? She yeah. has this like little, you know, meet up with the family chauffeur. Like you think this guy's just going to be driving her, but oh no, that's not the case. Nope. What did nope. you think about they, that? I was like, go, go <laughs> for it. What a spicy way to start a show too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the chauffeur, his name is Michael in the show. He's played by Robert Christopher Riley and he's just he really seems so kind and it just I get the I like the feeling that he's maybe been with the family for a while company yes well when they pay you that well right oh my gosh yes there is this like they seem to have a little fling every time that she's in town and there's this point in the first episode where he makes a little comment to her like well, your dad pays me $200,000 a year and I'm fucking his daughter, which is, I was like, whoa, <laughs> big dick energy right there. Yes. That is like, yes, you are in the perfect place, Michael. You have it. You Best have it of good. both worlds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So again, Fallon is back in town and she's at the family home now and she's there to speak to her dad about this promotion. But she runs into her brother, Stephen, first. Kind of surprising to her because mm -hmm. he is not always around and it's because his views don't really align with the company views. Yeah, he seems to be more of like the green energy kind of hippie type, yes. like in different countries, people over profit. Exactly. Not yeah. power hungry. Right. The opposite of Fallon. Yes. <laughs> but they do get along really well. You get the sense that they're like a really close brother and sister. Right. They're just catching up, having a little reunion. Yeah, but Fallon didn't go there to have a reunion with her brother. She went there <laughs> for business. So she's looking for her dad. She goes into his office and he is in the 
the middle of a um, meeting, saucy meeting. Yeah, like the kind without any clothes, um, <laughs> with one of his employees, Crystal. Which just for like a quick second, do you watch shows with uh, subtitles on? I do. Okay, so like the first time I saw her name pop up, I was like, it's spelled incorrectly. Yes, they spelled it wrong. Yes. <laughs> it would it like drove me crazy the entire episode. Yes, it's just not a way that I've normally seen Crystal spelled. But yes, uh, Blake, the Empire King. Fallon's dad and his employee Crystal are kind of in the middle of a little, you know, get together as Fallon walks in. And you can definitely get the vibe that this is not maybe like the first employee or young woman that he's kind of been with. It seems almost like, oh, here we go again. 100% Fallon could not be more like uninterested and unbothered. Yes, unfazed by it yes. completely. And then she finds out to her dismay that they are actually engaged. And she is just meeting this woman, I think, mm. for the first time. Yeah. This like young, beautiful woman that's like laid out on her dad's desk and she finds out they're engaged. So like not happy. No. And she immediately does not trust her uh, to the point where she gets the chauffeur to follow Crystal around. And he ends up catching her meeting up with another man by the name of Matthew, who also works for Carrington Atlantic. And it's almost upon like the small, intimate moment that she is having with Matthew and what she's doing is saying goodbye to Matthew because yeah. she's engaged to Blake now. And she's saying her goodbyes. You know, they used to have a past together and she's severing that. Yeah. And you can tell it was like really, like they really had deep feelings for each other at one oh, point in time. Yeah. It's like so much love and caring in the situation. Yes. And the chauffeur takes a picture of them having this intimate moment. Mm -hmm. He sends it to Fallon, who has like a gotcha moment. Yeah. And she sends that to her father. She's almost like, I'm right. I'm right. And then later on, we follow Matthew home to see that he actually has a wife. Yes. I was like, what the heck, man? I know. I was like, that's so fucked up. And it, to, to add injury to insult, we find out that his wife suffers from an, a really intense form of memory loss from an injury that she sustained in like a car accident yeah, or something like, like that. Some sort of accident. Yeah, that was shocking for me. I was like really sad for her. I know. I mean, like the, it's to the point where the poor woman has to have labels on cabinets to even know what's in them or, and like to help her remember things it's yes. really sad and you definitely can understand that Matthew and Crystal had this kind of affair going while he was still married so that's why you're initially like oh man yes <laughs> so now we're at the family home because they're taking some like engagement type photos out on the grounds of the estate but keep in mind Fallon has sent this photo to like Blake, her dad, he already knows this photo between Crystal and Matthew has already been sent to him. They're just kind of like going about their day like normal. He just like set up this engagement shoot and he, he all the while he's knowing that his soon to be bride is hanging out with this other employee of his. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, okay, we're just going to pretend everything's fine. Sweet. Yeah. The picture too, it probably did make it look like she was cheating on him. Not just like a simple like, okay, we, we are saying our goodbyes. We're having some closure moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can only tell so much by a photo. So at this moment, I'm assuming he thinks she's cheated on him. Most definitely. I agree with you. She does not look very innocent in that photo. For sure. And But like everything is looking fine and everyone seems like really happy and they're starting to take these photos. And then all of a sudden from inside the house walks out Matthew. He's being like brought down to the grounds where they're taking the photos like right in front of Crystal. And he yeah. meets Blake. And it is just so awkward. What do you think? she's thinking right now holy shit <laughs> honestly i was like 
what is going on right now? Is this is this in power moves? You yes. Know? Oh, yeah. He's totally messing with her at this yeah. point because then Blake introduces them to each other and they're kind of like, oh, uh, and they they make the choice to pretend as if they don't know each other. And he's like, oh, what didn't you guys like work together on this project? Stupid fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's just, oh, it's so awkward the whole time. But anyways, then Blake takes him aside to talk business with him without even really, like, acknowledging what he knows he just did to Crystal. And she's kind of left there, like, with this photographer to be like, oh, shit. Like, Mm -hmm. what now? And, you know, (laughs) Fallon is feeling pretty good about herself. Um, But honestly, nothing else really happens with it. Uh, Crystal does do a little bit more explaining when they're alone, saying, like, listen, just talk to me. That was so unnecessary. Just communicate with me. Don't play games. And that's frustrating for Fallon that like nothing has really happened because for her, she doesn't understand why Blake wouldn't just kick her out and leave her right then and there. Like she's like, see dad, she's a gold digger. She's trying to take our money. She doesn't really love you. And so Fallon thought that she was doing her dad a favor, but he seems to like her. And yeah, later that night at dinner, there's this family disagreement. Steven, who again, doesn't work for the company comes in and he's upset he was sent to this business meeting and he feels like he was set up because he's gay and he pretty much got hit on by this businessman yeah it's almost as if his dad like sent him only for his sexuality to kind of soften this guy up yeah and like it's happened before yeah i totally got that vibe too it's kind of like oh you did it again sort of a thing but he actually ends up spending the night with the other this other guy that he met sammy joe who we find out is actually crystal's nephew and he ends up staying at the estate too so he ended up having a pretty good night but still kind of like just annoyed at his dad for throwing him in there just so rude right again showing to him he cares more about business than family absolutely and then Fallon is sitting there while this conversation is going down and she's fucking pissed because she's the one that gave her dad that tip and she was expecting to head that meeting yeah so essentially she kind of wants her dad to like buy this company out Mm -hmm. and he was like no kind of like a waste of my time and didn't act interested in it at all but then he turns around behind her back and sends her brother just because he He's gay to go meet with these people and yeah she's getting pissed and crystal's there she's feeling overwhelmed and now she's starting to question whether or not this engagement is actually a good idea or worth pursuing so shortly after this whole incident we're introduced to a man named colby and colby is actually the brother of one of fallon's friends so she's just kind of known him growing up and he's a self-made billionaire in what like an it company or yes. something. yes and fallon kind of wants to team up with this guy She kind of wants to go into business. She is thinking maybe we could be partners and we could go after that company and get it, you know, before my dad can. So almost trying to like go into competition with her dad, um, with this Colby guy. And you get the idea, or at least I did, that there was maybe some sort of like family competition or like rough waters between these two families, the Carringtons and then Colby's family. Yes. Um, Or just like some sort of history there. I'm not totally sure, but definitely don't get good vibes between Colby and Blake. No. And- Colby is much younger than Blake too and so he obviously probably feels like you have no idea what you're doing you're too young but regardless Colby and Fallon agreed to kind of go into this investment together without Blake's knowledge yeah I was like ooh Mm -hmm. this is getting messy yeah she wants that power she's gonna get it any way she wants Meanwhile, back at the Carrington family house, there is a dinner party that is underway. 
And it's not like your average dinner party. Oh, oh no. No. This is like luxury. This is like hundreds of guests there. Yes. And Fallon comes in, she walks in and she sees Crystal in a wedding dress. And that's when we find out that this is an impromptu wedding. Can you imagine? I mean. Oh my God. That pisses Fallon off. Yes. She thinks that Crystal is like trying to steal her fortune. She thinks that Crystal's a gold digger. She obviously thinks that Crystal's cheating on her, on her dad. And she is just like, this is the worst possible like scenario. So Fallon is obviously annoyed. Uh, and Crystal sees this and, you know, she says, you need to go talk to your dad about it. Uh, but we have another announcement. And Fallon, being the snarky person that she is, makes the comment about Crystal getting herself knocked up to trap her father. Yep. To which Crystal says, is that any way to talk to your new boss? Oh, shit. I was like, oh, because that is the position that Fallon was supposed to get, the COO position. Yes. Oh, man. And... Honestly, and her dad knows that she wanted that. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's like a very well-known fact. In fact, I think it was just expected, too, that it was hers. And yes. she had been, like, proving herself all these years for that promotion. Mm-hmm. And Fallon responds, you know, in just, like, a totally normal way by ripping part of her wedding dress. And then they just start fighting. They eventually stop. Crystal's like, this can wait, like, until, you know, after the wedding. <laughs> And I loved this part. Fallon goes, bite me, Crystal. And Crystal goes, please, call me mom. Oh my God. She must have like just been feeling so freaking cool in that moment. That was such a good moment. I just loved everything about it. It was, it was. And then the wedding just kind of continues and there's like shenanigans all night. But yeah, Fallon is pretty freaking livid. (laughs) Yes. And you know, at the same time that this wedding is going on, we see that Matthew, remember this is Crystal's former lover, along with some other employees of Carrington Atlantic pulling up to the wind turbine farm, something like that. And that is the business that that in question that yeah. Fallon had, you know, told her dad to kind of like she tipped him off about maybe going in to buy it. It's the same business that he sent Stephen in to try and like flirt his way in. Um, and so that's kind of where we're at right now. But Blake doesn't really have interest in the wind turbines. He's more interested in what's underneath. Yep, that oil though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Matthew and a couple of other employees are there and some equipment malfunctions and Matthew is trying to fix it then there's an explosion yes and it kind of blows up everything including like blows Matthew away yes and so as Matthew is dying basically on the ground he calls out for Crystal and he tells his partner call her and his partner doesn't as a good partner wouldn't and he calls Matthew's wife again remember he is married but I just think that that moment speaks to the connection that he has with Crystal totally like he knows he's dying and in this last like these last few moments of his life he calls out her name yeah not his wife's like not his mom's but crystal's yes so matthew actually ends up dying on that property and when matthew's wife hears what happens she goes straight to blake's estate and keep in mind this is during the impromptu wedding that they're having and she starts screaming you murdered him you killed my husband yada yada and it's kind of chaotic and they don't really have any idea what's going on but crystal knows who this woman is she knows that this is matthew's wife so you can imagine her heart is just sinking knowing who she's talking about and then the fact that she's yelling at them that they were the ones that did it like the confusion 
confusion. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being a guest there? Yeah. What a wedding. <laughs> wedding of the year. Seriously. Wedding of the year. So yeah. And obviously there's a reason that Matthew's wife immediately blames the Carringtons. So yeah, I just can't even imagine what Crystal's going through in that moment. Right. We're then introduced to Stansfield, who Stephen calls a pocket cop. And he's very comfortable around the Carrington family home and around the Carringtons. So it definitely seems like he's been there to clean up other messes before. Yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's the one that's there to sweep it under the rug, I think. And while he's there, he's talking to Blake and he's asking, you know, is there anybody who could be out to get you, basically? And Blake, ever conniving, throws Colby under the bus. And remember, he's the competition in this new, like, energy deal that they're trying to do. And Stansfield goes after Colby at that point. Soon after he leaves, the family has an immediate meeting to talk about removing all traces of Matthew that they may have in their possession. Yeah, so, and that includes Crystal. So they advise her, you know, get rid of all of Matthew's things that she has, which that's really emotional for her. You know, someone she really deeply cares about just died and now she has to, like, just get rid of their stuff. Yes. And so she's kind of going through this box of things at her old place. And this main like butler guy of the house. Anders. Anders. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk, especially to her. And at one point in time, she's like going through this box of like, you know, sentimental things like a sweater of Matthew's and, you know, like this little statue thing. And Anders just comes in and like takes the box. As yeah. in, like, you're just done now. And, oh, that, that I felt for her in that moment. Yeah. Well, later on... Blake and Crystal go over to Matthew's home to pay their respects to his wife and they offer to pay and host the funeral and Blake even like passes her over a check a very large check and we learn that this is actually the money that Blake offered Matthew if he would take a position in China so this is kind of we're learning that you know Blake wanted Matthew to be part of this group that went to China Matthew refused he said no Blake tried to give him money to go and he still turned it down. Yeah. And so that's the money that he's giving his wife right now. Now, the same guy that was there when the equipment malfunctioned and when Matthew died, his name is Willie and he is there at the home when Blake and Crystal are there. He's just kind of there comforting her and helping her get things sorted and whatnot. And just because he is a coworker of the both of them, he kind of understands what had happened and gone on with Crystal. Right. And so it's just probably just such an awkward scene having the four of them there together in Matthew's home. I can only imagine. But then it gets even worse because Blake hands over a box to Matthew's wife. And it's the exact same box that Anders, the butler, took from Crystal's home of all of Matthew's stuff. That was Crystal's, essentially. And he hands it over, Blake hands it over to the wife and says, like, here's some of the stuff that he had at the office. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Crystal's like watching as all of her things of his are being given to his wife right in front of her. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? I was dying. Oh I my gosh. So bad. I was like, that is so fucked up. But you know what? I was also, that is real fucking smart. It is. It is pretty smart. You're not wrong. Meanwhile, there's an open investigation of what happened and if it could have been avoided or if Carrington Atlanta can be held liable. And because of Crystal's new role, she has to give a press release regarding the explosion and Matthew's death. And she ends up choking yeah, well, and like fainting. Yeah, there's like a camera. They're all like flashing on her. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, she not a good look. No, no, <laughs> not, not a good look. Fallon's always the first to point out your faults, and she does that very quickly. You know, Crystal's not so innocent herself. Anders the butler lets her know that he knows everything, and he even calls her by Cecilia Machado. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And this is like the first time I think we realize that, okay, we don't know her history. We know nothing about her. Yeah, we just assume that she was this like innocent person and yes. we actually don't really know much about her at all. Exactly. But at one point we do see Sammy Joe. remember this is her nephew who is staying there at the house, yes. telling her that you have crossed some lines too for family. So whatever secrets that she does have, I believe Sammy is somehow involved. Yeah, yeah. And it has something to do with like protecting her family but you also get the sense that you know she's from a different country possibly like Mexico or somewhere down south yeah and yeah she's just I don't think we should be underestimating her because we don't really know what she's capable of at this point Mm -hmm. and we get like the tiniest peek into her history and at this point in time it seems as though Anders might like keep her like stuff a secret yeah I think it's definitely he's he's holding on to those cards for a later date as an intimidation yeah like don't fuck with me yeah like (laughs) I'm not just the butler I could fuck your life <laughs> yes. but then with like what you just said about sammy joe there's also a part where he talks i think he's talking to steven because they're kind of intimate the brother mm-hmm. and he mentions how well at first he mentions how she's a black sheep crystal's a black sheep and then later he says well actually we're both black sheep yes and so i am so curious i i agree that i feel like whatever happened sammy's totally a part of i'm really interested to see what it is But right now we're just kind of like waiting to see where this investigation is going. Who's going to go down for the Carrington accident? Who's going to go down for the death of Matthew, if anybody? And I guess what Fallon's next steps are going to be and what her moves are going to be as she kind of starts to pull away from her dad's company. And instead of being his ally, almost becoming his competition. Yes. And in the last few seconds of the second episode, which is the last episode that Monica and I watched, keep in mind... The police come in to arrest somebody. And you're like, okay, so much has happened. Are they coming in about Matthew's death and the Carrington Atlantic stuff? Are they coming in about Crystal and her, you know, history and something she's done? And so you don't really know, like, what's going on. And then, out of nowhere, they arrest Stephen, the brother. Yeah, I was completely shocked by that. I thought they were there for Blake. I was like, oh, he's going to. I honestly was totally up in the air. I was like, it could be anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could be anybody at this point. But I was not expecting Stephen. Yeah, neither was I. And, like, I knew that there had to be, like, a reason. They made it seem like he doesn't come home often. Like, he doesn't really want too much to do with them. So, he, I think he came home as, like, a safe haven. Like, if I'm here, they'll have my back. I'll have my pocket cop. So, whatever he did, I think he feels safe from there because they have that money and they are, are powerful. And that's, you know, a reason for him to kind of align with them again. Ooh, I did not think of that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just really curious. Would you have any ideas on what you think he did? Oh, gosh. Well, I guess I wasn't even looking at Steven. So maybe no, that's... No, because he seems like the innocent one yeah. out of all of them. So I think that's how they got me in that. Um, no, I. the only other thing I could think of is he is really against like fracking and everything like that. And then maybe maybe he blew up a, a, a site down oh there. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because remember in the beginning of mm-hmm. he, they talk about a protest that he headed mm-hmm. um, against his dad's company that cost his dad like $600 million or something. Yeah, so maybe he did something like that. That could be. Okay, yeah. so that's okay. Good point, Monica. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the spot, guys. I'm so smart. What do you think <laughs> about Crystal slash Cecilia? Like, what do you think her 
her crime was or like what she's done or why she's running, why she changed her name. Well, okay. So Sammy does say something along the lines of, um, I'm glad I was on your side. Okay. So like a family split of some sort? Yes. So, and I think Sammy is also, you know, gay. I think maybe he wasn't accepted and maybe, maybe something happened there with his family and Cecilia had to come in. That's true. Well, she obviously has siblings because she has a nephew Yes. and that's not talked about at all. No. At all. And they weren't invited to like this dinner party slash wedding or anything. So yeah, I I guess I really don't know what she could be running from, but it's very interesting. Yeah. So one more question. Yes. Well, a couple more questions. Do you think Matthew's death was an accident? Or like, do you think that that was Blake for sure? Messing with the equipment in order to make it malfunction? I don't think it was an accident. I don't think it was Blake. Okay. Okay. I was curious what you were going to think because I know you're really intellectual when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I don't know because I don't, I don't want to think it's Blake either. No, I think we're being made to believe it's Blake. Um, I think one of my theories, and this is really out there and mind you, I haven't seen the whole thing. But I think that maybe Colby is involved. Okay. Because he wants to get the Carringtons out of that. That is true. And also, the explosion on the land would plummet the sale price as well. Yes. So that was something that they mentioned in this investigation, Mm -hmm. you know. But I I definitely don't trust Colby. I think that he's in it for his own, you know, profits and his own stuff i don't think he really cares about fallon i think that if they're going to work together he would just really use her and yes. her family's money and and her knowledge yes but i just yeah i don't trust him that much no and i wonder if willie is somehow involved because willie is the one that told matthew to fix it oh my god so i wonder if colby paid willie i just got goosebumps <laughs> i just got goosebumps that's a theory so i don't know but i yeah all the people that have already seen it are like these dumb bitches i know right they're like (laughs) they don't even see it coming (laughs) okay so do you think that you're gonna continue watching it and what do you think about the show so i think it's phenomenal i mean i i think it's hilarious and it's it's already got my attention i want to know what's going on i think elizabeth gillies who you guys by the way is from victorious yeah oh my gosh she plays like the mean one i forget her name she does with like the darker hair yeah she's like the not the main character but like one of the in the friend group yes and her and ariana grande are like they're friends like they perform together like is ariana grande on victorious as well yeah she plays cat no that's a different show isn't it oh shit you're right you're right no no that's victorious she plays cat and she is cat from victorious and then she has a different show cat cat Girl, you're confusing me. But it's my fault. Okay. But no, she is great. uh, Elizabeth Gillies is great in this in the show, and I just love I just love her fucking energy so much. She gives me Aubrey Plaza vibes in the show. Like really, like I do not give a fuck, and I am gonna do whatever I need to do to get on top. And I kind of yeah, I kind of dig it. I really like it. I'm gonna continue watching it. Are you okay? Good, good. Because I think I'm gonna continue watching it too. And I actually watched uh, these first two episodes with my husband and he really liked it mm-hmm. so we might actually yeah make this our our new show and try and maybe binge it in the next couple of weeks so that when season five starts we're like ready to go <laughs> but no I love it too I really feel like it's kind of like a grown-up gossip girl uh, okay yeah and I I just love the father-daughter dynamic like the power dynamic that's in this show and it's kind of like it reminds me of like Riverdale with um 
Oh, what is uh, her name? Uh, v. It's, v. Like v. it's not v. Veronica. Yes, Veronica and her dad, Hiram, yes. um, as well as like a little bit of Outer Banks. And I don't think you've seen that. No, but like just the power dynamic between you know the successful, powerful dad and then the daughter who's a little bit more rebellious. And I, I eat that shit up. Yeah, I'm here for it. I love it. So yeah, the mystery, the sex appeal, the drama the chauffeur i'm yes. here for it all i say watch it if you haven't already absolutely yes and i make no promises to binge it but i will figure out what happens in this season so if you have seen it let us know if it is worth continuing to watch um we're probably going to do it anyway <laughs> and let us know if you plan on watching season five that comes out i think it's on december 20th of this year and that is our review for dynasty bye, bye. listening if you enjoyed this episode please consider rating us and sharing with your friends follow us on instagram and facebook both at the uncensored review podcast and again that is the uncensored review podcast music produced by austin scott with the 701 music production